Well, hello, and welcome to the Through the Word podcast, as pastors Chris Mitchell and John Bell seek to answer questions that come from the reading of God's Word, beginning in Genesis all the way through to Revelation. Thank you for joining us. Well, hello, I'm Pastor John Bell. And I'm Pastor Chris Mitchell. And well, this week, Pastor Chris, we're going to have a bit of a reverse order here on our Through the Word podcast, where we're going to seek to answer questions from Genesis to Revelation. We are in the book of Isaiah, but this week, Pastor Chris, I'm going to have you ask me the question, since you are faithfully serving our church family, and you're away with, well, well, you get to have a couple of your kids with you, but you're at, you know, Central Kid this week, and so I'm happy and delighted to be able to answer a couple of the questions we have, and Maybe, I don't know, maybe our church family really enjoyed having a short podcast last week. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we only have two questions this week, so I don't, I don't know. But if you do have questions for us, please send those in to throughtheword22 at gmail.com. And Pastor Chris, I'm going to turn it over to you to prompt those questions. All right. So, yes, I'm coming to you live from Boiling Springs, North Carolina, where the temperature is almost boiling most wow. of the time. So. Yes. We have had a great week here so far, so thank you for your prayers. And uh, we're not in Isaiah here. Uh, we've been in Jeremiah. So okay. a little bit ahead of where we are. We'll get that later. But our first question from Isaiah comes from chapter 10. And there we find that both the ESV and the NASB translate chapter 10, verse 19 of Isaiah with this interesting phrase, it says this, that a child can write them down. Okay. Now, that's referring to how few trees will be left in a forest. And so the question is, is that suggesting that there will be so few trees that they'd only make enough paper for one child to use to be able to write? Well, that is that is a fun question. And unlike the setting, it is a fun question, <laughs> unlike the setting for the people of Assyria, who this prophecy is about um, and. That because it's a bleak one, but I, I did I did find it interesting. So I, I did a little research on on the even the process of of making um, paper during that time, and so mm. I found this from the historical background of the ancient scroll. This was a article by Shania Key, um, and this was this was an article that was published by Dartmouth, um, and so it says that during this time period, the most common well paper as we would call it was papyrus. And so when you think about papyrus and what does that look like, well, the closest thing that we would have around us in South Carolina would be a cane pole. Okay. And so what would happen was and they would use that to make scrolls. And so they would peel back, you know, parts of the plant. So it had a, a way that you could grab part of it and peel it. And so, and then, and then just kind of get it to where it would flatten out and they would do that in water. Uh, seemed to be the richest area for it was near the Nile River. So it would grow along the Nile River banks. And then they would be able to flatten it out, you know, with the help of water. And then they would beat out the water with a mallet. And that would mm. also help with the flattening. And they would use this glue made from flour and vinegar and boiling water to put together the scroll. Now, and then another type of paper that would have been used then uh, was parchment. And so I found this from parchment making uh, by Michelle Brown. And so this was from Cornell. Um, and so we're doing wow, some Ivy League research. Yeah, you sure are. 
<laughs> I, it, but so parchment is made from animal skins. And so it'd be like writing on some thin stretched letter. And so could it be that it was referring to the amount of paper available to be made? Maybe, but it does seem more likely that it's not about the amount of paper that could be used. Um, I like the explanation that I found in the Isaiah um, New American commentary by Gary Smith. And so he, he suggests this, that the reference is to how high a child can count hmm. and, the, and the amount of numbers a child could write down. So you think about, you know, a kid gets really excited just counting to 10 when they're really little. And then when they're first able to write, maybe they can just write a couple of numbers and so it's sure. showing that bleak of a prophecy for the people of Assyria that that's going to be that cut down. And so, you know, to have that few of trees and, you know, that a little child could just number them and write them down. OK, so just the fact that a child's counting ability pretty much can go to 10 when they're young. That's just the analogy there saying that there just be that few of amount of trees. Yes. Yeah, wow. And then you think about those kids that count one, two, five, <laughs> ten. Ah, so I mean. <laughs> that's right. Fewer. <laughs> well, I'm glad that our second question doesn't come from a big number. It comes from chapter 10, and it says this in Isaiah 10, 21 through 22. Uh, this is from the ESV. A remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. For though your people Israel... Be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will return. Destruction is decreed, overflowing with righteousness. And so our question from one of our listeners says, what does the remnant mean? Uh, if the people are numbered as the sand of the sea, weren't all allowed to return? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. And there's, there's a couple of parts to it I want to speak to. But mo much of what I'm going to say here comes from John Lang's commentary on Isaiah. So some of a summary there. And so this is a prophecy that is referring to a remnant that is returning following exile. And so this exile is started with Assyria here. But you mean you think about these stages of exile, even of the people of Israel, and much of that is recorded in Isaiah. But there's also a now not yet type mm -hmm. prophecy that is which, which we see in the book of isaiah and and so i mean it's throughout much of the book of isaiah you can think about the book of isaiah it is the second most quoted book in the mm -hmm. new testament to psalms and so there is a lot of now not yet things that were fulfilled during that time period but also things that would be yet to come sure and so the the now portion or the dim person dim portion as it was uh, it's referring to the remnant or the fraction that would return during that historical period following the exile. And so yes. the people went into exile because of idolatry and faithlessness and a stubbornness toward God and also their oppression of those that were in need. Well, basically, they went for ignoring the two great commands mm. to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and to love your neighbor, neighbor. as yeah. yourself. And so and then, you know, just to make a long period period of history short the people were allowed to return because of the grace of god and so that's the then part of of the prophecy yes um but we can also say referring to the not yet part of the prophecy is based on some of paul's writings that we have in romans so in, in romans 9 27 and 9 28 we find that 
there this is quoted and so mm-hmm. there's a remnant of the nation of israel who are among those who will be grafted in for an eternity and so we are grafted in with them with yes. that remnant and we all together make up the nation of israel and yeah. so here's here's what we need to understand is two things are true one god he made the nation of israel as numerous as the sands you know, of the sea, figuratively speaking. Right, which is that promise to Abraham. Yes. You know, that there was going to be that blessing. And yes, okay. But he did not save them all. Mm-hmm. Only those who responded to him in faith. That not just out of ritual, like just like Michael had pointed out to us in, in the sermon Sunday, and even as Paul explains in Romans here, that God, he's not pleased with ritual. That's right. He is pleased with faith in him which comes from a humble and contrite heart, which he, he gives us. Yeah. And, and so the, the amazing thing about God's grace is, is that we need to realize is that one, the remnant of the people of Israel and two, those of us that are grafted in. So you got two different groups will, we will be as numerous as the sands of the sea for eternity. That's right. So God's promise to Abraham regarding his descendants and also regarding the blessing to the nations are both true and what God accomplished through the gospel. Mm, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes. And, and just like all the people did have an opportunity. So, in, you know, to answer that question, weren't all a- allowed to return? The answer is yes. We find that at the end of Second Chronicles. All who desire to go are That's allowed right. to go. Yes. But yet not all did. Mm. You and know, this- and you think about this, them. You know, just saying, you know, this land's fine. I don't need to go back over there. I can worship God from here. I don't have to, you know, go back to a space. I mean, just think about uh, what they were having, you know, the cost. You know, there would have been a great cost to have to uproot their lives and say, uh, you know, okay, we'll, uh, I'll go back over there. So, yeah, not all did. Sure. Mm. Right. And and then what, what did it take for them to do it? What took faith? So, right. You have those that did. And, and, this, and the same is true for those that the people of Israel who respond to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so and so now we're the ones who are grafted in. Here's what we're called to do. We're called to make those people of Israel jealous mm-hmm. because of God's love for our faith in him. And so then, you know, Paul goes on to point out that. He points that out in Romans that we are we are to make the people of Israel jealous. And so this group that we're grafted into, you know, this remnant that we're going to be a part of forever is numerous as the sands of the sea because of faith in our Lord and Savior. That's right. It's it's one day going to come to fruition. And and we know that's true. Why? Because God said it and he is always faithful to his word. Praise God. Yes, he is always faithful to the word. And so thankful for you, Pastor John, as these questions from the word came uh, to us this week. Thank you so much for uh, your work and putting into that. And we're so thankful for questions. We um, we welcome them through the word 22 at gmail.com. We'd love to, to answer your questions as the best we can uh, as we continue to march through this beautiful, faithful word. Well, thank you guys for, for joining us. And it was my delight to be able to answer these questions. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much. God bless you. Bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for joining us today on the Through the Word podcast. If you have any questions for us, please send those in to throughtheword22 at gmail.com. That's through the word and the number 22 at gmail.com. God bless you. Have a great day.